and the way it was running just did not look like any human. Immediately, felt like someone was watching. Something was watching. We seen some eyes, which were glowing a bright red. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to this Sasquatch show, brought to you by Nicola Valley Bigfoot. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you for being here. Welcome back to Tuesday. How'd you guys like that Saturday episode? That was, uh, it was fun to do. It was uh, a little, you know, disturbing, you know, the level of creepiness the story had. But, you know, I, I really enjoyed talking to Joe and I'm really grateful he came on. Um, tune in this Saturday. Uh, I have part two of that bonus episode coming out this Saturday. So tune in this Saturday. I think I need to say it more times. So you know what? It's December, you guys. You know, I think as the time at the time of recording this, uh, this will get released on December fifteenth, which will mean uh, ten days till Christmas. Are you guys ready? I think I am. I think I'm like ninety-five percent done. I think I'm almost there. Hope you guys are going to be stay, be safe over the holidays, though. You know what? There's a, a lot of restrictions going on. You know, as in British Columbia, where I'm at, at least, you know, we're not supposed to be seeing our family, no one outside our household. None of it makes a lot of sense, but you know, if you're gonna do what I think you're gonna do, just do it safely, please. You know, let's just uh, let's just uh, get through this. Let's just get through this and get it over with. Oh man, that got a little hard for a second there. Hold on, turn it down just a tad more. Anyway, um, you know, let's forget all that. Let's uh. Let's talk about today's show. Now, today's show, I have Jules coming on. Now, Jules is calling all the way from, uh, all the way from Quebec, actually. You know what? To backtrack just a tad there, you know, I intended this podcast to be kind of a British Columbia Sasquatch stories kind of thing only. And thanks to you guys, actually, for uh, for listening and spreading spreading the word and whatnot. Uh, we're kind of moving along quickly with this thing, so I'm... Uh, I'm happy about that. But uh, anyway, Jules is going to be on, and he has a couple interesting stories that uh, you guys need to listen to, and that's coming up shortly. But if you have had an encounter or you have a story that you'd like to share with me and the listeners, uh, I can be contacted at nicolavalleybigfoot at gmail.com. That's N-I-C-O-L-A, nicolavalleybigfoot at gmail.com. I'm kind of looking forward to hearing from you. Don't disappoint me. You know what? Give me a Christmas present. Send me your story. <laughs> I've got like uh, a couple episodes lined up for the rest of the month, but uh, after that, uh, I'm going to be hunting again. So um, I need your help. 
So send me a message, NicolaValleyBigfoot at gmail.com. But uh, you know what? Uh, enough lollygagging. Let's, uh, let's get into Jules' episode here. Um, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Jules. Now, Jules had an interesting encounter a few years ago, and he's going to tell us all about that. Uh, but before he does, I just want to say thank you for coming on, Jules. I appreciate your time. Well, thank you very much for inviting me on your show and your podcast. And uh, yeah, I have a few experiences to to share with the, the people out there. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. Believe me. Believe me. Oh, all right. So all right. Let's not let's not uh, let's cut right to the chase. You had an, a sighting where one ran across the road. Can you tell us about that? Yep, that was uh, quite a number of years ago. Uh, it was in the early 90s. I was with, uh, with uh, my partner at the time, and uh, we were out. Uh, this was, uh, I would say, in October, late October. And we were, uh, first of all, I would have to tell the people that uh, speaking from northern Quebec, uh, it's a vast territory of uh, Crees, uh, Quebec Crees. And we have a long stretch of highway that uh, connects our communities to uh, to the urban centers or to the city. So, um, for myself, I, I live 700 kilometers from the nearest, I guess, small town. So we take that highway to take uh, trips to uh, shop and so on. So that's that's what was happening. And we were, we were on our way back, and and it was becoming, I would say, mid afternoon towards uh, sundown. And we were coming over a hill, and it caught my eye. It just ran across the road. And when I say ran, ran it was more like huge footsteps, you know. It's just, uh, I think I would, I would say, if I can re recall that, it was three footsteps and was already across the road into the woods. So, Oh, it cleared that, that highway pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was uh, stunning. It was, uh, you know, I've always heard stories as a young boy uh, growing up and I was always curious and I became a believer so that day I said yes uh, he did, he does exist so what had happened was I raced to that point and of course uh partner at the time said are you crazy are you gonna get out and actually because I wanted to look for footprints and at the time my partner was uh, you know it's it kind of a scary thing i guess you know to experience that to see that so I, I i just briefly stepped out and of course i listened to what i was told at the time and i we drove <laughs> off yeah I, we drove off we continued our, our trip so that was yeah. one experience yeah yeah i don't, I don't blame you um mm -hmm. so so can you like tell me a little bit about, more detail about the creature that you saw run across the road was it like if you had to guess how tall do you think it was well <laughs> The distance I saw it from, like I said, I, I would say five within five kilometers or so, and it was huge. It was uh, lengthy. I, I would have to say at least eight feet, you know, and it weighed. And uh, the span of the strides, uh, it was like a. I would say, if you were to take a man that's six foot four, and we asked him to run with 
huge steps. Uh, that was an example I would use that uh, the size of it and, and it, uh, the fur was uh, at the time was light uh, uh, in some areas, but uh, mostly dark, dark, uh, dark fur. Yeah. Like a, like a brown or a black type of? That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because uh, if you were to compare to, I've, you know, we've, we've, most of us have seen a Canadian moose and it's, it's dark on the shoulders, body and so on. And uh, some, some spots are brown, but this thing that crossed the road was on two, two feet, you know, two, uh, two lakes. Yeah. So did you believe in, in Sasquatch before, before you saw this? Well, you know, all the documentaries, I, I think we've all done that. Uh, looked at the famous uh, clip from the uh, States or uh, yeah, I think it was famous uh, Patty. Yeah. I forget what it's called. Yeah. The Patterson yeah, footage, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, up to this day, I look at it. Uh, it's, with today's technology, they've tried so many things to uh, to uh, verify it or to uh, to have evidence of it. And before that, that's what I used to look, look at all tight in all the time and I kept uh, reading, researching myself and I said, yes, I, I do believe uh, this, uh, we'll, say, we'll say creature exists, yeah. Yeah, so the, just watching it run across the road just kind of cemented it for you. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it, uh, it took me a, a, quite a while to, uh, you know, uh, get it off my mind, and, uh, but uh, no, it stayed to me for the rest of the, hundreds of kilometers to go home so yeah and uh you know I'm, I'm i'm an avid outdoorsman i canoe a lot i walk i hike uh i don't hunt as much as i used to but um i have i've had other uh experiences connected i guess to that experience uh, while i was fishing oh can you would you mind telling us about that one? Oh yeah oh yeah sure um this this experience uh, connects with an experience uh, my girlfriend and I had last uh, last fall, uh, last October. Um, but before that, this story here was about five years ago. I there's a famous little river that uh, runs uh, near here. It's about uh, an hour and a half drive, and I went because it it was uh, during. Uh, spring run for uh, trout uh, but I was catching the late season so I went there and um, I walked down to the river I was uh, along the stream side there and I started casting and I caught uh, eventually caught I got a bite but it wasn't what I was looking for it was this very small skinny pike and I said well I'm not going to keep this so what I, what I thought was to let it go downstream uh, I didn't want it to to bite my hook again so I walked downstream yeah, I think I walked about 25 feet downstream and I, I carefully uh, had it in my net and I was letting, as I was letting it go along the shore, this huge rock just uh, plunged into the middle of the the river. And uh, this river is about, it's not very big, it's it's about 50 feet wide, I would say. And I just happened to see a rock land right in the middle of the, <laughs> the river and it just, I just froze. I just I looked around. And the first thing I said, "Yep, it's 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 one of them again." You know, so were there any other signs? Like, did you like no uh, like smell or, or you didn't hear anything else? Or... Uh, no, it was uh, it was a windy uh, it was a windy afternoon. Um, but uh, you know, when you get the sense of you're not alone in the woods, of course, obviously you're never alone in the woods. There's all kinds of critters, creatures, and, and 
and other stuff. And uh, but I just had that feeling at that moment that uh, there's somebody else here or something else is here. And that's that was the thought in my mind that that was it because uh, the further the story uh, that day. Well, I continued fishing. It didn't uh, at that time. It didn't scare me. Uh, uh, I continued fishing and I moved on. I went back to home. Next day, I told my story at the ban office where I was working at the time. And one of the elderly ladies had talked about uh, before that was that road was made uh, to get there. Uh, the men had experienced the same thing I experienced, where they paddle up that uh, river to moose hunt and so on. Or to check their traps, uh, they had experienced rock rock throwing from the willows from from the woods onto the onto the river. So it just confirmed me that uh, uh, you know this uh, this creature is around. Yeah. The the elder that you you spoke to about it did did they mention anything in regards to it, like the reason, like why they throw a rock or anything like that? For my uh, well, for me, from that experience, I had. Uh, I think that uh, I believe that it it wasn't very happy letting go of food, you know. Uh, from, <laughs> from from reading uh, many things, the uh, their main source of staple or you know eating is uh, plants and so on. But I I believe they do eat fish as well. So I think that's what happened in my case. And at that time, the 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 lady, if I can remember, did not say exactly why. But I think uh, it's just a matter of letting them know that. Uh, it's it's their territory or their their land. I guess that's that's what I, I I gather to think why they would do that. Yeah, and then that, that's not the first time I've heard something like that as well. It mm-hmm. it, it goes the same pretty much out here as well. You know, they're quite territorial okay. and can be. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I think they don't mean to. I mean, if they were to uh, target you, I think uh, they're pretty accurate to to hit you with that rock. But uh, no, I think it was a matter of just saying uh, I'm here. You know, and. Uh, I've shared this story with many others, and um, I was told eventually if you do explore and so on, you know, you leave gifts, fruits, or vegetables out there for them. Yeah. Okay. Is is this the yeah. same body of water you you spoke of earlier? When for the listeners, we we spoke a little bit before we actually started recording, but uh, you mentioned that you heard some howls from either one or two of them. Is this the same body of water? Well, it's it's connected. Uh, this area I'm speaking of, that river goes to the bay. We're along the James Bay coast, uh, the Hudson Bay coast uh, body of water, but there's a lot of lakes uh, around that area and all the streams run into that uh, uh, river, into the uh, bay. And that experience there was just last year, last uh, October. Uh, what had happened was we were um, trying some late fall catching of uh, trout in lakes, uh, the small ones. And the, the, the dirt road connects to that lake, uh, one of them. You could park your truck and walk about 15 minutes to that lake. It's a very popular area. So that's where we had went. And we drove there, I think it was a weekend, late afternoon again. And we started walking with our fishing rods and gear and so on to this lake. And as we came out to the open, uh, my partner said, look, there's a moose across the, the lake, and it's about 800 meters, I would say, less than a kilometer across the lake. And the visibility wasn't too good. And I looked and I said, well, it does look like a moose. Uh, you know, when a moose comes out to uh, drink water uh, along the shore of a uh, lake, and that's what it looked like. And I, and 
you know, it caught our attention, but we were fishing and we kept looking because we really thought it was a moose and it would move. And the way it was, um, the stance was uh, facing us, like this front part of the chest was facing us. And I kept looking at it and I said, that's not a moose. I mean, it's smaller than a moose and it's not a bear either, either, you know. And what we did was we took our iPhones and tried to uh, took a picture and expanded or expand the, the uh, you know, bring it up uh, uh, closer, but we just still couldn't make it out. And I, and I kept looking at it. And it, it, the more, the, the harder I stared at it, looked at it, it was like a person leaning uh, on a shore, like taking a drink of water, you know, with your hands, you lean over on a creek or something or, a, you know, body water and you use your hands to drink. And I and I started to to think, no, that's that's not a moose. That's I'm starting to believe that this is what we think it is, and this area is within two kilometers or so where um, I, I told about my rock spring uh, experience. And we not panic. I wouldn't use the word panic, but we started to uh, be concerned because that lake is uh, is of course all lakes are pretty much uh, all the land is connected. And I know that lake very well. It's a, it's a circular lake at a uh, rectangular shape. And there's a stream running through it. And I told my partner, I think we should go. And because that, what we were seeing was uh, motionless. It's just, I think it didn't know that we were there until later. Because So uh, we packed up our, our pack sacks and so on. And as we're, moving uh it wasn't howls it was the um uh, the thumping of trees you know when they uh i think uh, many people know what i'm talking about is that when you when they take a, a big stick or a pole and they start thumping on a tree you yeah, know that, as that, we're walking away and, and it was coming from that direction as we're walking away and it was like they were i would say i, I would say it was more than two uh more than one it was like they were, yeah, it was like they were communicating as we were walking away. We could hear that big thump on a tree, you know, bam, bam, you know, and uh, we started walking faster, obviously, you know, back to the truck. <laughs> and that was an experience. And, uh, yeah, you're, you're speaking of tree knocks. That, that's something that's quite tree knocks, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, something yeah, that's quite knocks, common, yeah. yeah, commonly known yeah. about these creatures is that it's one of the ways they communicate, at least. As far as I believe, anyway, that's a form of communication. Just because I've experienced that myself. So, yeah, okay, that, that definitely okay. sounds like tree knocks. Yeah, that's what it was. And uh, uh, since then, I haven't uh, gone out much. <clears throat> I haven't gone back to that spot uh, recently. Um, but to share other experiences connected to those stories. I mean, to have other people telling stories, they've, they've seen... Uh, on this on this famous highway of ours, uh, uh, them standing on a side of road, or even tracks a few years ago in the snow around this time, uh, leading it, it looks like it looked like huge, uh, small uh, recreational snowshoe tracks. They they go into the woods. Uh, this area is full of uh, experiences and stories of people that uh, that have seen them. You know, like so. Uh, I began to believe a lot. Yes, uh, they're out there. Uh, a few years ago, share another story. Uh, a few years ago, a friend of mine inboxed me. He said, you know, Jules, um, 
they, their camp is about 60 kilometers from our community down a, down a highway. And uh, he shared a story with me. The, the spring hunt was over, the goose hunt, and they were packing up the, their camp and their, they were um, uh, cleaning up and so on. And the sun was just going down. And these people are traditional uh, people, uh, meaning uh, tribal people, you know, and uh, they're spiritual people. And they were cleaning up. And he tells me that uh, I know you're very interested in, uh, you know, Bigfoot or Sasquatch, you know. And he said, this experience we had was that when we were cleaning up our camp and putting away our stuff and just about to ready to leave with our four wheelers back to the main road to get on a truck, a rock hits our, our cabin from the woods. So that's only like six, 60 kilometers from here, 70 kilometers from here. Yeah. So is this area that you live in, is that really well known for, for these creatures to be around or, or is it just something that's been recent? Uh, no, that's been going on for many, many years. I'm talking way back, probably. I think the earliest story I've heard when I moved here about 35 years ago, like I, uh, we had our little discussion before we went on the air here. Uh, one of the stories I've heard was uh, when they cut the uh, Hydro-Quebec um, uh, power lines, uh, the tree lines, you know, when they clear cut to, to put up the poles and so on. Uh, and I'm talking about uh, it's a six, eight hour drive from here, this area. Um, they would have to go by, they would go by helicopter to these sites to be dropped off and they would slash the trees and so on and uh, to make way for the, the hydro lines to be built. And I'm talking probably late, uh, mid eighties, early eighties. And this group had uh, been, was picked up by helicopter uh, out middle of nowhere. So as they were uh, being airlifted and heading back to the camp, um, and it's a very mountainous area, uh, part of this country. Uh, not the mountains I would say you have out there, but uh, more like uh, uh, hills, you know, large, large hills. As they were uh, flying off, uh, they were looking around, you know, that's what you do when you're in a helicopter, you enjoy the scenery. So they were, they were looking at this uh, object. Uh, they thought it was a bear first, standing on top of the hill, looking at them. But as they were flying away, it seems like a person standing, looking at them. And uh, they said, this is, this is what they saw. They believed that's what they saw was uh, Bigfoot standing on top of the, the mountain, the highest part of the mountain, just looking at them as they were flying off. Wow. So, I, that, yeah, that was one. I think what, that was one of the first uh, stories I've heard in this area. Yeah. Wow. So they're quite uh, prevalent in that area, too. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, I think the craziest story I've heard was um, uh, this was, I would say, about 20 years ago as well. Uh, this road that leads to the hydro camps, it's uh, 600 kilometers as well, almost 500 kilometers. It's a dirt road. And we have a local, uh, not, not here locally, but uh, meaning that uh, the nearest uh, community uh, town that delivers the groceries to these hydro camps, the supplies. Uh, it was November, I believe, uh, and it was caribou season, the migration. And he was driving along, and suddenly he says he, he saw this thing come out of the woods with a caribou over his shoulders, it's on, you know, carrying it. And he said, yep, I saw a Bigfoot running across the road with a caribou on his back. You know, <laughs> and, uh, the story was, the story goes, the guy never came back to work for that transport company to do that 
that route. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, that's not the first time I've heard something like that either. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, they, uh, quite a, no, quite it, a number of those. It, it's terrifying when you actually see one. Like, you're not expecting, because, you know, monsters aren't supposed to exist, but they do. Mm-hmm. And they're they're mm-hmm. definitely out in the forest, because, you know, I've had my own sighting, and, and obviously my listeners know all about that. But, yeah, you know, it, like, but it changed me, like, like it, it kind of lit a fire in me that I I want to know more. I want to know more. I yeah. No more. So, like, has something similar happened with you? Like, as you have you desired? Oh to yeah. Learn more? You, you know what? I'm at the stage of uh, at my age here when I want I want to become uh, an explorer and actually spend more time out there and and study more and learn where I can possibly go with. And, uh, you know, when you hear stories of this, you want to go there, right? Uh, let's say you heard it a day or two before. You said you drive off and you go there, right? So that, the, for myself, that's where I'm at now. I want to explore more and actually capture, a, a, you know, a good picture, a video or, or so. Um, yeah, just and... be careful. Just be <laughs> careful what you wish for because you might. No. <laughs> you, you know what? You're exactly right. Uh, that's uh uh, it comes, eh? You wish for things, and it it, it happens. Yeah. Um, I uh, I think a few years uh, back, uh, many years ago, actually, it, it came in my dreams that uh, one would run across the road on my, in front of my truck. And, you know what? Um, What's weird is I just mm-hmm. I have another episode that I'm working on right now. I haven't released it yet, but I, I was yeah. speaking to another guy from actually from Saskatchewan, okay. and uh, he said the same thing. He had a dream about it before it happened, and then lo and behold, it happened. So. You, oh yeah that's oh yeah that's really weird it's the second time i've heard that in, in as many days you know, yeah yeah completely different ends of the country so oh yeah oh yeah they're they're, they're pretty much i mean I've, I've looked at uh maps from the u.s to i mean the people that really uh that are really into it you know they 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 uh they mark out areas and when you look at these maps there's just all over the place uh, north america so yeah there's actually one that um <clears throat> Oh geez, one of my Facebook friends she started one here. In, I'll give you the the the, the uh, address, the site address to it when we get off the air here. But sure, sure, it's just loaded with little red pins that show you where sightings have been, and it's just full of it, like all across our country. So I'll definitely okay, give that to great. you before we before. We appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when we were speaking of um, any other. I think the if you want to say physical uh, evidence or experience, I think the, the one of the most um, excruciating experience I had with this is uh, coming down that same highway I was speaking of. Uh, this was much years later. Uh, I came across um, uh, a creek on that highway, and I had my uh, ventilation from air coming out from the outside into my truck. It was very hot. And uh, it was uh, late summer, no, early spring, sorry. And I came across, the smell came into my truck, and it was just very, it was like a, a wet dog. You know, a dog runs, and you, you have your pet there, and it runs around water, and you smell that fur that's wet, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, like an animal smell. Sure. Yeah, and it was so bad that I had to pull over, and it was just, the the stinging in my eyes was just uh, was uncontrollable. I had to sit there five minutes uh, to to get that, you know, that to stop. I was rubbing my eyes and it's and the smell obviously was an animal. It was I never smelt something that bad. <laughs> it was it was a mixture of uh, 
body, body odor and the animal smell wet. I think that's the closest I've experienced to to say that if you were to ask me if I ever had a, a physical experience. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, luckily, I've never actually, I've never had the honor of smelling one of them before, but yeah, I'm, I don't really want to either. No, <laughs> no, you don't think so. No. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Jules, I'm not going to take up too much more of your time. I do want to say thank you again, though, for, for coming on. I really do appreciate you taking the time. I know we're on opposite ends of the country, so I, yep. there's quite yep. a time difference. But I do appreciate you coming on. Well, I appreciate for you inviting me, and you're very welcome, Sheldon. And I look forward to having a listen to it. And uh, uh, I'd like to say to all listeners, uh, uh, thanks for listening as well and all, and the opportunity to share my stories. I'm sure everyone appreciates it. Yeah. And for the audience, stick around and we'll be right back. And we are back. Uh, we are back just in time to pull the pin on this one. Uh, that was a great episode, wasn't it? Uh, thank you again, Jules, for taking the time to come on the show and tell your stories and Oh, I really like, yeah, I really enjoy it. Um, you know, what's more amazing is that, we you know, we have uh, guests coming from all the way on the other side of the country. So thank you again, Jules. I really appreciate your time. Really, really do. Um, if you guys have had an encounter and you would like to share it with me, you can be contacted at Bigfoot at gmail.com. Uh, that's N-I-C-O-L-A, Bigfoot at gmail.com. Uh, tune in this Saturday for part two of the bonus episode. Uh Saturday morning, I don't know, 7 a.m.-ish, something like that. But tune in. Uh, part two to Joe's story is coming up. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy that. And then tune in next Tuesday because then I have Errol. Now, Errol's coming from, uh, calling from Saskatchewan, and he had a kind of a creepy encounter as well. I think you guys should listen. I think you guys should definitely tune in and tell your friends. I think you guys should, like, get in touch with me and share your Bigfoot stories. I think I'm talking too much, and I think i got to pull a pin on this one. Anyway, you guys, I'm really enjoying doing this. And thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, until, uh, you know what? Until Saturday. I'll see you guys Saturday. Bye. I used to see on every TV Your smiling face look back at me I used to see on every TV Your smiling face look back at me with the girl next door people's money piled on the floor accusations that you tried to deny revelation and rumors begin